Welcome to Sports Saturday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. This also could be a Good News Wednesday item. I got involved in a project back in 2010 called the Fatherhood Family Initiative, Strengthening Families by Strengthening Father-Son Relationships. Jim Carnegas, a retired doctor and member of our local Masonic community in Omaha, had a vision. He correctly saw the breakdown of the family and specifically the absence of fathers as the number one problem in America. He wanted to do something about it. The growing absence of fathers affects families in all racial and ethnic categories, but the African-American community has been hardest hit by the phenomenon. That's why Dr. Carnegis enlisted the help of the local chapter of the Prince Hall Masons, the parallel organization of African-American Masons. Prince Hall was a black man who lived in the Revolutionary Era and wanted to join his local Masonic Lodge. He was denied because of his race. So he started a system of black Masonic Lodges that still is going strong today. Dr. Carnegis got the project going and the Omaha Masonic Community Center Foundation has supported it, but it has succeeded because Prince Hall Masons took leadership roles. Prince Hall Mason Dorsey Whitaker has been there with Dr. Carnegis every step of the way for nine years. Here's a column I wrote for our local newspaper in December 2010. Freezing rain started falling a half hour before the Fatherhood Family Initiative's weekly Wednesday night father-son basketball session on December 15th. It was the front edge of a storm generating a winter weather advisory. Would anyone show up? When FFI was being organized, some declared that even in good weather, no one would show up for FFI's home team sports club. They said fathers and sons don't care enough about spending time together, especially in the black community. Besides, some asked, do we really need another program? FFI salutes other programs serving at-risk youth, but the problems they address, poverty, crime, high dropout rates, out-of-wedlock births, psychological issues, will still be around in 10 or 20 years if we don't address the root cause of those problems, the breakdown of the two-parent family and the absence of the father in family life. Another criticism of FFI was that its fourth grade through high school senior program wouldn't include girls. Girls, too, need fathers. But if we let girls in the gym, things get more complicated. And forget about the fathers. The focus of the boys and girls would be each other, not their dads. FFI provides an environment for fathers to help sons become good men. That's what society needs right now. It's not girls who are stabbing and shooting and killing each other, and sometimes innocent bystanders. It's boys who are angrily and violently thrashing toward manhood without the stabilizing and loving force of a father to help them harness their male instincts in positive ways. Some naysayers said FFI was recycling the midnight basketball cliché and perpetuating a black male stereotype. Just pass out some basketballs and that will solve life's problems, or at least keep aspiring felons busy for a few hours. For FFI, basketball is a way to get fathers and sons together doing something relatively easy to organize. Remember, we're talking about males, 
You can't put them in a room and tell them to bond. The buzz of a gym, motion, shouts, bouncing balls, squeaking shoes, sweat, competition, teamwork is perfect. Not all the fathers play. Usually there are one or two fathers on each team acting as player coaches with boys rotating in and out so all of them get to play. One night we had the fathers sit out. The teams were all boys. It was the one bad night we've had. The level of play and sportsmanship dropped dramatically. Next time we went back to our usual formula. Much better. Having the fathers directly involved made a big difference. That lesson applies beyond the gym. Promoting father-son interaction is why FFI was started by the Omaha Masonic Community Center Foundation. I'm not a Mason, but I've learned that the Masons have a long tradition of community service, such as founding and running the Omaha Home for Boys. I've also learned that a black man named Prince Hall founded the first African-American Masonic Lodge in the Revolutionary Era. The Prince Hall Grand Lodge of Nebraska is part of a two-century legacy of black male community leadership in America. FFI is open to all, but there's a reason we hold our weekly session at the Jesuit Middle School in the heart of North Omaha. Family breakdown and the demise of fatherhood is a phenomenon afflicting all racial and ethnic groups, but it has hit the black community especially hard. Prince Hall Masons don't hide from this fact. They embrace the challenge. They are passionate about male leadership and strong families and have taken a major role in FFI. So have the fathers who participate in FFI. Some live under the same roof with their sons. Some don't. Some are not biological or legal fathers, but are father figures to grandsons, nephews, or boys in their neighborhoods. All are answering a call to male leadership. Despite the terrible weather December 15th, we had a full gym. It didn't hurt that our 2010 finale concluded with a drawing for prizes, but something more is happening. A community is forming because of a fundamental dynamic of human nature. Sons of all colors and ethnicities crave the attention and guidance of their fathers. And real men provide both. That was eight and a half years ago. Fast forward to a few weeks ago. I am no longer involved with FFI, but I get the weekly updates from Dr. Carnegas. About the June 5th session, he wrote, I would like you to know that the first agenda item at the last meeting of the Board of Trustees of the Masonic Community Center Foundation was, Is the Fatherhood Family Initiative still worthwhile and is it sustainable? I am happy to say we had a big surprise this evening. Four young men came through the door and warmly greeted and hugged us. They are four kids who had graduated out of FFI three years ago and by now had reached manly height. All four are college students who returned home to Omaha for the summer break. One had checked to see if FFI still existed and then contacted the others, the four having developed a close friendship during FFI. They all said that they saw how much FFI had helped them and they wanted to give something back. They asked if they could talk to our kids, relating some of their own lives and experiences and what FFI had meant for them. All four spoke to our kids from their hearts. They gave powerful testimonials, 
We asked that they come back when they can and help with FFI. They answered they definitely would do so. In today's podcast post, I include a picture taken that evening of Dr. Carnegis and the four young men. What a great answer to the question posed at the recent board meeting, and what a great validation of the kind of grassroots American activism celebrated by Alexis de Tocqueville in his book, Democracy in America. A Tocqueville reference in consecutive podcasts, but it fits. Members of both tracks of the Masonic legacy in America looked at a situation and decided they weren't waiting around for government to address it. They rolled up their sleeves, rose above racial issues, and went to work on it every Wednesday night in a small gym at an inner-city Catholic school serving the black community in Omaha. God bless them and the Fatherhood Family Initiative, strengthening families by strengthening father-son relationships. That's Sports Saturday with a touch of Good News Wednesday. On Check with Chip, I'm Chip Maxwell. Thank you for listening.